And here we are, we're back with Dr. Buitumelo Semete Magogotlela, CEO at SAPRA. So a South African Health Products Regulatory Authority has recommended that the temporary pause on the rollout of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine be lifted, provided that specific conditions are met. And uh, the organization has said this in a statement that was released on Saturday evening. Doc, good morning. Welcome to The Bridge. Good morning and thank you for having me. Most welcome. Thanks for taking the time out. So what are these conditions that uh, SAPRA is uh, referring to, saying that uh, the temporary pause on the rollout of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine be lifted, provided that specific conditions are met? Sure. Um, I mean, there's a a list of detailed conditions that we've um, issued to the Susanka team, but just briefly for the listeners, I'll list a few, and these um, speak to on the back of, um, you know, some of the reports that uh, the listeners have seen around these blood clotting, very rare um, conditions. Mm -hmm. What we have said is that there needs to be a much more strengthened um, and increased uh, monitoring and screening of the the participants Mm -hmm. to ensure that those who are at high risk of these conditions are identified early on. Mm-hmm. And that, secondly, once these identified, they then need to work with their attending um, medical practitioner to make sure that if the participant um, decides to take the vaccine, they're then closely monitored. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, it's that um, what we call the informed consent uh, form that the participants would be uh, signing. This needs to be updated with these risk factors that we have noted so that everyone who then participates in the vaccine is quite clear around, um, you know, some of the risks and some of the side effects that they need to look at. Mm-hmm. Thirdly, we've asked them to specifically highlight those um, side effects that uh, may lead to these blood clotting um, effects or that could look like there may be an indication of that. Things like prolonged and very severe headaches, yeah. um, you know, if your limbs start being feeling numb and being painful, etc., so that the participants are more aware of this and this can then be actively um, managed. We have seen headlines from the U.S. and, uh, you know, this um, makes me wonder the the power that the U.S. has over the globe, the power of influence to be specific, because the minute the U.S. Food and Drug Administration reportedly took the decision to pause the use of the vaccine uh, pending uh, a review after reports that six women in the U.S. had developed uh, they call a rare cerebral venous thrombosis, uh, which are blood clots in combination with a low blood levels uh, mm-hmm. of blood uh, plat, 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 what's platelets. What's the word? Platelets. platelets. Yes, Correct. that's the one. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And um, you know, when the U.S. starts crying that this is what they are finding, and we are not finding it on our side, but already their influence is so robust that it's it's causing a, a great stir on our side of the fence without even having put forth to the table um, evidence of people having presented similar symptoms. Are there any stories, are there any factual, uh, 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 um, you know, stories that can be put forth to the table in SA to say, well, here's a group of people that were sampled and X amount of them have presented with similar uh, um, symptoms as which as, as those that are abroad in the U.S. Sure, um, I mean it's a good question that you ask, and um, you know just to indicate that um, because the U.S. has um, vaccinated so much more larger numbers 
um, with this vaccine than, than we have. We obviously have to consider that uh, data. And we're working very closely as um, a group of, you know, uh, regulators and we're sharing a lot of information of around all of these. So we have to also consider that. The second part is that this is still a phase 3B implementation study. So the two committees that are involved in decisions around this is the ethics committees, whose pure mandate really is around participant safety, as well as SAPRA, right, mm-hmm. where we look at safety, quality, and efficacy. And, um, you know, with the ethics committee, um, the decision was that let's po- the pause be um, implemented to enable SAPRA to look um, at this data. So the key concern was to say, Let's look at the uh, data because this is still a study and ensure that we can give the participant, um, you know, sufficient comfort that we've looked at this in detail and we can then um, reflect on that. Mm. Um, from a South African perspective, I mean, from the Sisonka data that we've seen, with every vaccine you have side effects. Um, we've seen side effects and, you know, these are being closely uh, monitored. Um, and we haven't specifically seen these CSVTs in the Sisonke study. However, the numbers are smaller, so we cannot rule that out. Um, you know, the close to 300,000 that have been vaccinated versus 7 million. Yeah. So we needed to just have a look at that. And I think um, the public needs to at least have confidence in that uh, the regulators as well as the ethics um, committees have said, let's pause, let's relook, and let's then, um, you know, proceed so that they know that we are keeping an uh, an eye on every single emerging piece of data from these vaccines. Of course, of course. My next question to you, Doc, is that uh, should these conditions not be adhered to, will you then, as SAPRA, uh, consider implementing a pause and a halt on the rollout of the vaccine? And who's monitoring that these conditions are adhered to and are implemented? No, thank you. Actually, so the team has already submitted an updated uh, protocol um, that we're currently reviewing. So we're quite confident that these would be, um, you know, adhered to. We've also had lengthy discussions with them around these. I'm quite confident that they will, because also, I mean, these are a group of very experienced um, scientists and they also have clinicians um, as part of their, you know, uh, study leadership. Mm -hmm. So we're all on the same page around this need for increased monitoring. So I'm quite confident that they will be met. Well, I love this. I absolutely love this. Um, you are CEO sitting quite uh, toply uh, within SAPRA, and we take your word for it. And, you know, your confidence then becomes our confidence. As you know, whatever is felt at the top and however the behavior is at the top generally has a tendency to filter down mm-hmm. to all of us mm-hmm. at the bottom here. So we appreciate the fact that you are confident. Just lastly, in closing, um, South Africans have had speculation around the vaccines for a while now. We've been talking about it on our WhatsApp groups and sharing, you know, some people false information on social media. And there's been a lot of misconception and speculation around vaccines in general. How do you restore people's confidence outside of your own as CEO at SAPRA? Mm-hmm. How does then SAPRA play its role in restoring people's confidence to say false alarm? No data has been presented in South Africa to cause for a halt in the rollout of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And we are not saying that the data found in the U.S. is false. However, we also still need to run extensive monitoring Mm -hmm. and research of our own people, 
persons and groups that have been vaccinated so that we can make a decision that is independent of external influence? Yeah, no, no, thank you for that. And at the core, that's really the question around the benefits risk. Mm -hmm. Uh, What Mm -hmm. we have really considered this, and we still are obviously that the benefit of getting a vaccine far outweighs the risk. We also know that COVID on its own as a disease does cause some of these blood clot effects. Mm-hmm. So we needed to consider all of that. I mean, extensive deliberations have gone into this. So definitely as a regulator, our view is that the benefit of getting the, the, the vaccine still very much outweighs the risk in a large proportion of our uh, population. There's also causality studies that are currently ongoing to see is this really linked to the vaccines and which type of vaccines is this um, you know, linked to. So from our role as a regulator, mm-hmm. we will ensure that we continuously monitor the safety of these vaccines, their efficacy, um, you know, specifically against the variant that is dominant in South Africa, and that we're getting quality um, vaccines. So there will be continuous uh, monitoring of these vaccines. Well, thank you very much for restoring our confidence and taking the time to do so. We really, really appreciate it. Nothing is more powerful than word of mouth. And I do believe that the message has been heard and it will be spread. Doc, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me. Please don't hesitate to reach out. Absolutely. We shall not. We shall not. For a good cause, actually, because we are still living deeply in the pandemic. And uh, as much as, you know, um, the COVID regulations are a little bit relaxed, those of us that are responsible know very well that it is a serious affair and we do not take it lightly. So we appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day further. And you too, 11.20 on the dot. It's the brink of the coffee break music fix. Just gone 11.21. We're going to take 20 minutes to digest what it is that we've just uh, heard from uh, Dr. Buidumelo Simide Mogogotlela, a CEO at SAPRA, which is the South African Health Products Regulatory Authority. And uh, while we take that 20-minute break, we're going to do so enjoying the best in music that Metro FM has to offer.